You are now tuned in to episode two of the Ethical Ignorance Podcast. Let's get it. Hello, hello, hello. This is your boy, Sean Black. Today, you are tuned into the second episode of the Ethical Ignorance Podcast. I want to thank everyone who listened into the first episode that I posted a few weeks back. Um, I had a pretty good turnout for my first episode, so everyone that tuned in again is, is greatly appreciated. So with this week's episode, I wanted to kind of follow up on our topic from last week um, and just kind of focus a little bit on creating and developing self-discipline, getting rid of uh, distractions and understanding your role in making all of your goals or aspirations come to fruition. And again, I want to thank everyone for joining me. Let's talk. All right, so before we kind of dive deep into this week's topic um, about self-discipline, I just kind of wanted to recap some of the things that we hit on in the previous episode in regards to fear and uh, being in uncomfortable situations and building a better version of yourself by overcoming fear. Uh, The definition that I gave uh, for our last episode Fear is the manifestation of severe doubt, which inhibits you from progressing to or through a circumstance or situation. And we talked about how detrimental that emotion can be to your growth and development. We also touched on a few different strategies that would be useful uh, when trying to overcome fear. And I've actually had a handful of people who actually quite a few people reach out to me and say that they've somewhat implemented some of these strategies into their daily lives and it has begun to make an impact in them striving to their particular goal or aspiration and I was so overjoyed and happy to hear that Um, my goal for this podcast honestly is to just give as much positive energy out to people as possible and to get them where they want to be you know, I'm, I'm not perfect and no one is, but, you know, I've had opportunity to have some experiences and I want to try to give those experiences to as many people as I can so that they can learn from the things that I've learned and maybe motivate them to get some additional knowledge outside of me. Um, so I was, I was very happy to hear that people utilize some of the strategies uh, from our conversation in our last episode. Um, and that kind of springboards us into today's topic which is understanding and developing self-discipline now i know self-discipline is a very large concept it can encompass many different things your overall focus effort uh, not falling into distractions etc but we're going to talk about self-discipline and how it plays a significant role and you continuing your journey to where you want to be. So with the last episode, we started off with 
fear. And the reason why I started off with fear is because fear is typically the, the first thing that someone needs to get over or get through to begin their journey to wherever it is they want to be. And if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to the first episode, please go back and do so before uh, you listen to this episode because it'll be very beneficial. But hopefully, I'm assuming the people that have listened have now taken that first step. So you've had the opportunity to deal with your fear. You've had the opportunity to move past it. And you've begun your journey, whatever it is, um, to get to a a better version of you or where you want to be. Now, last week I talked about the best things in life are on the other side of fear, which is true. But to get to some of those things, fear is just the first step. There are other things in play that need to be addressed to get to your full expectation. And one of those things, or the main thing that will get you there is understanding your self-discipline. It's definitely a challenge for some people because there are a lot of factors that play into someone's level of self-discipline for any particular thing. Uh, just laziness, uh, being distracted by uh, worldly things, whether it be uh, your phone or, or your kids or your job or anything. Any of those things can derail you just that fast. And it could just throw you off your matriculation as you're getting to where you want to be. So before we get into more details about some of the strategies and things of that nature uh, that I'm going to present to you guys about building your self-discipline. I want to have you listen to a clip to kind of dispel some of the things that people have in their mind about self-discipline versus motivation. Um, There's a clear difference between the two. And I'm going to play a clip by a YouTuber. His name is Thomas Frank. Um, He has a lot of great videos. So if you have the opportunity, please go to his page, check him out. Uh, But he talks a little bit about the difference between self-discipline and motivation. So I'm going to play the clip and then we'll come back and talk about it. Self-discipline. And where I want to start is by asking and answering two questions. Number one, what exactly is self-discipline? And number two, how does it differ from motivation? Because I think a lot of people get these two terms confused. To start, I want to share a quote from the writer Samuel Thomas Davies, because it actually answers both of those questions in a pretty tidy way. Self-discipline is about leaning into resistance, taking action in spite of how you feel, living life by design, not by default. But most importantly, it's acting in accordance with your thoughts, not your feelings. Put another way, motivation is your overall level of desire to do something, whereas discipline is your ability to do it regardless of how you feel. And for any of you who've ever woken up thinking, I don't feel like it, which is all of you, myself included, you can see now how important self-discipline is. It's building that baseline that allows you to act in accordance with your long-term goals, no matter how motivated you feel. So I thought that was a really eye-opening clip because there are a lot of misconceptions and people kind of jumble motivation, self-discipline, all these things together, and there's a very clear difference. So just to recap some of the points uh, that were hit, action in spite of feeling. That is a component of self-discipline. A lot of times, and I'm, and I'm sure people can relate to this, there's a lot of things 
that we should be doing. There's a lot of things that we could be doing to improve ourselves or make ourselves better or put ourselves in better situations. And we just don't because we don't feel like it. And feeling isn't a good enough reason to not be a better person. It's just not. You're not motivated, but that doesn't mean you can't have the discipline to put yourself in a better situation. Being self-disciplined removes the motivation. It it removes the emotion from the equation because you, you don't have to be emotionally ready to be self-disciplined, which then puts you in a mindset where you can do better for yourself regardless of how you feel about it. You can do better for someone else in a situation regardless of how you feel about it. You remove the emotion from the equation. And a lot of times, just in life in general, we allow our emotions to put us in bad predicaments, to put us in bad situations where we aren't making the clearest decision or the best choice because we're driven by emotion. And it's a very difficult thing to separate emotion from mindset. Um, But it's definitely something that I encourage everyone to practice and work on because you can put yourself in a much better situation if you can remove that emotional piece from the situation and do things and be pushed by what you know is right or best or um, the, the piece of it that will help to improve you the most. So now that we have this understanding of what self-discipline is, I want to talk just a little bit about why it seems as though, at least from my perspective, that there's such a lack of self-discipline in the people in our society today. Um, And I have a theory about it. Uh, Don't judge me. But this is just my opinion about why we don't have that that effort and energy. I I think we've had in past generations. Um, I think many of the struggles we have with staying focused and being easily distracted and subpar effort overall is due to the the society that we've come up in. Um, Our society nowadays is predicated on technology. It's predicated on making things fast and efficient and easy, which is great, but that does not build self-discipline. It doesn't build uh, focus. It doesn't allow people to persevere through things because everything is easy. Everything can be reached quickly and fast in a very, for lack of a better term, easy way. Technology has kind of crippled a a lot of our mindsets because we've never really had to work really hard for anything. These kids growing up now, they don't know what a car catalog is. There's probably some of you guys listening to this podcast that don't know what a card catalog is. It's just and it's just something really small, but you know it was the old way of uh, you know getting a book out of the library where you had to actually go and know the name of the book and search for it with these index cards and then find it in the library. Like you really had to want to learn. It wasn't as easy as just Google. Let's Google it and it comes right up. Now I'm not saying these things aren't beneficial. I'm not saying 
it's not helping us in many other ways with efficiency of our society and things of that nature. But in regards to people being strong and being able to focus and work hard on something and not being distracted and having a strong effort and work ethic and just that overall self-discipline, I think because our society is kind of moved in this high speed technology, efficient, easy direction, it hasn't left any room for people to build those types of characteristics. Um, it's depleted the attention spans of people. Um, and now everyone's extremely distractible. Um, it's just so easy to get someone off task because their mind has never been trained to focus on something for an extended period of time, regardless of how they feel about it. So I just wanted to get that piece out, kind of marinate with it as you feel. But, you know, that's just my thought on why there's such a significant drop in self-discipline as a whole. Now, I know last week um, I gave you guys a couple of tips to deal with fear, overcoming fear, things of that nature. And I think that's something that I'm going to try to do whenever I put an episode out, whatever topic I kind of touch on. I think it's important to give takeaways uh, for particular situations because, I mean, they are useful. And like I said earlier, I did have a few people reach out to me saying that they did start to implement some of those things into their daily routine. And it has been helpful and it has been beneficial. So I have three tips that I use that I just kind of wanted to give you guys in regards to building self-discipline. I'm going to focus particularly on distraction, effort, focus, things of that nature, and then we'll kind of go from there. All right, tip number one. Obviously, our days, especially as adults, are filled with distractions and things that can pull us off task. What I try to do is to plan out or schedule my day. And it doesn't have to be anything major. It doesn't have to be big things that you're scheduling to do in your day that are moving you towards your goal. It could be smaller things. Um, But I just want you guys to understand the importance of scheduling your day out. The distractions are going to come. You're going to get off task. But what the schedule does is it gives you an opportunity or it gives you a visual to refer back to when you get off task. Sometimes when we get off task, we can forget things. We can forget, oh, I forgot I did say I was going to do that. Oh, I did forget I did say I was going to go there. But if you have your day scheduled, planned, even if you do get a slight distraction or something that throws you off, you have a reference point. So that that's been really, really helpful for me uh, in regards to building my self-discipline and not being distracted. I actually find myself scheduling out my days more. Um, If you guys listen to the previous podcast or, or you know me personally, you guys know I'm an educator. I'm an assistant principal in a upper elementary school. And, you know, with what's going on in the world obviously with this coronavirus uh, we are doing online learning and you would think that because I'm home you know doing uh, my job from a remote location that it would be much easier to not be distracted but it's quite the contrary it's 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 the opposite I find myself being easily distracted and putting myself in mindsets that I probably shouldn't be in 
um, especially if my kids are home or something's on TV or, you know, something comes across my news feed. I'm, I'm easily distracted because I'm not in a structured uh, setting like my school building. But the scheduling has really helped me because it puts me where I need to be so that I'm on task. Um, you know, I wanted to have this particular episode out last week, but because of everything that was going on, I got distracted. I was off task um, with, you know, what we had to do in our school and things we had to set up for our students. So the planning really does help, but just make it manageable. This next tip is something that I think a lot of people don't think about, but it's very, very important. And I call it regulating or governing your momentum. And this speaks directly to the focus in regards to your self-discipline in terms of your goals. I want you to think of momentum as a train. Sometimes they move fast, sometimes they move slow, but they are continuously moving along the path or along the journey to where they need to go, which is their goal. You can't afford to stop your momentum on the way to your goal. So whether you're doing a small piece or a large piece, you have to keep moving because as you guys may know or may not know, it's very difficult and it requires a lot of energy to get a train going after it's already come to a halt. And a lot of times because we have so much going on in our lives, a lot of us don't have that energy to get that train going again. If you've started something and you're working on it and this is something that you really want to do and you've made that step past fear and you're working on your self-discipline, you have to keep your momentum going regardless of how big or small it is. It must keep moving because even with me, as I spoke about previously, I wanted to get this episode out last week, but because everything that was going on with my school district and us having to set up online learning, I was distracted and I actually slowed down my, my, my momentum and I didn't come to a stop, but I definitely was not moving at the same pace as I was previously. And it took a little extra oomph of energy for me to, to, to kind of get back in the saddle. And I'm, you know, I'm happy I did. And, you know, this is something that I'm going to continue to do, but a lot of people get stalled when they stop their momentum, when they get distracted or their focus is off. Um, it can really uh, slow you down. So, you know, keep that train rolling, keep it moving, keep feeding it, and then you'll be good to go. The last thing I want you guys to kind of get or understand is remember, everyone isn't built or made with strong self-discipline. It's not genetic. It's not like brown eyes or blonde hair um some people have higher aptitude to have that self-discipline but everyone can learn to be disciplined for anything they want to be um you just have to do a few things to make yourself or put yourself in a better situation uh one thing you know that's helpful is to adjust behavior nothing changes a situation than change behavior um Just for example, say you're someone whose goal is to lose weight. Maybe you should prep your lunch in advance before you go to school or before you go to work. Sorry, I always think of terms of school because I work in school. Sorry. But before you go to work, prep that lunch. 
Because if you put yourself in a situation where I don't have a lunch, I need to go out to buy lunch. Now you're at McDonald's or Wawa or wherever the case. Shout out to Wawa. I love Wawa. But you put yourself in a situation where you can make a bad choice because you didn't prepare yourself. You didn't adjust your ability to address the situation, which you could have done previously, which would have been a change behavior, something different you're doing to enact change in your life. But now you're putting yourself in a situation where you're already hungry and you you want something to eat. And I'm sure people know this, but humans have something in their minds that makes them revert back to what they've done in the past. It makes them comfortable, even if that thing isn't the right thing. So if you're trying to lose weight, change your behavior or any other goal or aspiration that you're working on that you're trying to make steps towards. You have to change your behavior. You have to change the way you approach things so that you'll be better off. The second piece of that, instead of adjusting behavior, you need to also adjust your mindset. And this is almost like you playing a trick on yourself. It's like a Jedi mind trick for yourself. But you would be surprised how helpful it is. Let's use that same example of someone trying to lose weight. Do you see yourself as someone who who's out of shape? Or do you see yourself as someone who's on the path to healthy living? Those are two different mindsets. One is negative, one is positive. So if you find yourself in those negative mindsets, try to flip them to something positive. It makes you feel better about the situation and it pushes you to do better because you know it sounds better in your mind that I'm on the path to healthy living as opposed to I'm out of shape. Those are two clearly different things, but it's just a quick adjusting mindset that really makes a difference. You know, one other example that I use, you know, to take it back to school, like students, when they're struggling in a in a concept or in a particular subject, students are quick to say, oh, I'm not good in math. I'm not I'm not good at that particular subject. I wouldn't say that you're not good in that subject. I would say I'm still learning. Those are, again, two different mindsets. You know, and 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 just putting yourself in as positive of a thought process about the situation as possible will, in turn, improve your your approach and and ideals about self discipline overall. Now, I just have one last clip, and those of you who've listened to the first episode, you guys know I played a really powerful video clip of Will Smith talking about fear. Um, I do have another Will Smith clip. If you guys don't follow him on social media, he's a really good follow. He's a very positive guy. Um, But I found this clip accidentally. I wasn't looking for Will Smith clips. (laughs) But I found this other clip where he talks a little bit about self-discipline. And I'm going to roll this last clip and we'll come back and talk about it. And then we'll close. 99% of people are not willing to do what it takes to make their dreams come true. The Marines have a saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. The center of bringing any dream into fruition is self-discipline. You know, something as simple as food and eating, it's not about 
your, your body as much as it is about your mind. It's getting command of your mind to be able to choose actions that are in your own best interest. Every day we are choosing that's not in our own best interest. So if the world is attacking you and the world wants to fight you and the world's trying to hold you down, so you're going to kick yourself in the balls? So you're going to stop yourself from getting what you dream. And I think the word discipline has kind of gotten a, a bad name. We think about it in terms of punishment. I'm not, I'm not talking about discipline in that way. I'm talking about discipline in the sense that you, you forego immediate pleasure for the exchange of long-term self-respect. I believe that self-discipline is the definition of self-love. That when you say that you love yourself, that means that you have behavior towards yourself that is loving. Self-discipline is the center of all material success. You cannot win the war against the world if you can't win the war against your own mind. Again, another great clip. Um, there's a lot to digest in that. And I'm not going to go into too much detail um, because I feel like I've kind of spoke enough. But, you know, that, that one line that he said that they use in the military... Uh, everybody wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. It's it's so relative to the overall self-discipline of people and, and what they want to be and where they want to be in their lives. And, um, you know, everybody wants the the admiration and the fame and the money and the and the popularity and all these things that come along with reaching these lofty goals that some people have. But nobody wants to do the work. Nobody wants to have the self-discipline. Um, nobody wants to get rid of the distractions. No one wants to put forth that extra effort to get there. And it's crazy because a lot of times we're really fighting ourselves. Will kind of said it in the clip also where... Um, the world's already tough enough and you'll never be able to beat the world but at least you can win the war against your own self and your own mind and your own mindset to get you where you need to be all right so that concludes episode two of the ethical ignorance podcast as always i want to thank you guys for spending your time with me there's a lot of other things that you could be doing but i appreciate you lending me your ears for a little while if there's anyone that you know that needs to hear this your mama your daddy your auntie your uncle please uh, share out the podcast to whoever you think uh, could could use a conversation like this and just to close out uh, my brother told me I wouldn't be able to do the episode without mentioning what's going on with this corona outbreak so he was right 
you got that kev but everybody please stay safe do your part please wash your hands stay in if you don't have to leave um the faster everyone is abiding by what needs to be done the quicker we can get back to our normalcy um in our day-to-day so again stay prayed up i thank you guys for coming and checking in with me and um y'all have a good one